Hey guys, welcome to my podcast Mind Maps, where each episode we will be traveling to a new destination on our mind maps, whether it be the mind of a friend that has started a nonprofit to a teacher with a YouTube channel. I'm here with uh, the founder of Mind Maps with Anna, Anna or Anna? Anna, Anna. Anna Ho. And then, um, so today we're just going to talk about physical health and then relate that a little bit back to mindset and mental health. So, um... I know f- you also do dance, and that's a big part of your life. And for me, um, that's basically me with swimming. And um, I wanted to talk about what basically got you into dance and why you chose dance over like a different sport. Um, when I like first learned about dance, I guess, or got into like the dance world, um, I was in like preschool, I would say, and like we had there was like a dance segment for a gym because we had like a gym class. And so um, it was just like really chill dancing, almost like, you know, country folk line dancing. Um, And that's where I got like my first um, step into the dance world again. And like, I thought that was super fun. But after I tried like going into actual dance classes, like more towards, I think, kindergarten, um, I didn't actually really like it at first. So I actually quit. (laughs) Yeah. And then I went into tennis because like tennis is like a huge part of the community um one of my friend's dads he even like teaches a tennis um summer camp so i went to that um yeah so tennis was like a really big part of my life i was even like saying when i was younger i was like i want to be the next djokovic or like all these people that are like super famous in tennis and i was like i just could see my future as being you know in the whatever all this like world series stuff for tennis and i was super into it um but then i saw my friend she was like performing ballet at the local ballet academy in my um neighborhood and like that really inspired me so I was like okay maybe I'll give dance like a go again um and so once I gave it a go again I really got into it and like really started um just like delving deeper into the world of more ballet and like that aspect of dance um and especially the ballet studio that I went to it was like very uh, intense i would say like they weren't like okay yeah it's just gonna be a hobby like the ballet teacher was like yeah um i want you guys all to like become ballerinas when you're older like she was very adamant on that and um, she like didn't go to college she like went straight to ballet school and so she did all this intensive stuff for ballet so obviously she wanted like us to kind of go on the same track as her um so I quit tennis after a while because I like ballet took up so much of my time and it was like a focal point of my life um but then uh, like I would say I hit like a point where I was improving really quickly right like within two years I was like going up all these levels and so obviously my ballet teacher she took more like notice and attention to me and so she was like okay I really love how you're improving and like you know obviously I want to see you have like a future in ballet and so I was like okay, yeah, that seems cool. I might, like, also want to do that. So I was, like, searching up um, more things to do with ballet, like, ballet companies and, like, how much a ballerina makes. And I was, like, this actually seems like a pretty cool living because I'll be doing something that I love. But also I was only, like, 10, 12, you know? So I still, like, yeah, like, I was, like, I mean, how good of a choice can, like, you know, a 10 or 12-year-old um, make? So, but in my head I was thinking, yeah, I can definitely do this. Like, you know, if I'm if my ballet teacher says this, of course I can do it too. So I was, like, I'm going to do this um but then after because I was improving at such um a high rate I like kind of had this plateau or just like yeah you know what I mean like where you just like start to stay the same and I think after that my ballet teacher she slowly started to pay less attention to me and I think that's a point where I started to like 
drift off and I was like okay wait I'm not sure if I still wanted to do this and I don't know if like this is actually something I love to do or if I was just like almost brainwashed in a sense into thinking okay yeah I want to you know become a ballerina because my ballet teacher says you should and like yeah so um that was how I got into dance so right now are you still doing ballet um I actually quit ballet before high school because it was like a really rigorous um schedule I would say for ballet and also like this is kind of going into more um health stuff but like I think like I would say like seventh or eighth grade I slowly like started to develop a little bit of an eating disorder but yeah so that's what happened with ballet um if it's okay would you I want to get a little bit more into that later um yeah like I wanted to touch upon like self-image and those types of things so Mm -hmm. I want to ask you about that again later yeah yeah of course okay um so right now are you like dancing and like um with COVID and everything like is that still a possibility yeah so uh, like in my house we kind of have this exercise room and so with the exercise room like there's space for me to dance so I have been slowly dancing again just like by myself learning choreography um online which is really fun and that's also kind of something I've just been doing since I've quit ballet since like there I don't really take classes anymore from actual studios I just kind of teach myself um so yeah and then like um, I guess this is kind of like a, a shameless plug in a sense, um, but I'm trying to start this like workshop for people that like to get moving in COVID because obviously during quarantine, it's hard for people to go to the gym or have resources to get moving. So I want to like make this, um, it's like still in the seed- seating process, um, but it's like called Dancing with a Purpose. And basically it's this like youth organization that I'm trying to do where we um, have like dance workshops and anybody can sign up and it's free it's totally free but you can donate and all your donations will go straight to different organizations such as like the black lives matter movement um and all those types of causes so yeah that's just like a plug i love how like you can like turn something you really love to basically just support whatever charity or donation thing that you can put in like that's so cool um so and i kind of wanted to ask about that as well basically like with people being unmotivated to basically work out during quarantine um how did you deal with that were you like ever in a phase where it was like oh um i don't really want to do anything i don't want to work out i don't want to dance or anything like that yeah totally like i just recently kind of got out of that phase because like i was definitely going through that phase when i first went straight into quarantine because before quarantine um I was part of this like Indian dance team, right? And they're like really rigorous with their practice. If it was a busy like week, we would have probably around um, practices for like three to four hours almost every day, if not every day before like competition. So obviously I was really rigorous, but then all of a sudden like not having that anymore, it just like kind of, it made my schedule really wonky and I didn't, I didn't really know what else to do. I just like felt like, okay, now I don't have to do that anymore. So I'll just like rest a bit. But then the rest was like months and months into quarantine. And I was like, okay, wait, actually, I need to start getting moving again and like start dancing. Um, but yeah, totally. I've definitely gotten to that whole slump. Completely understand that for me. Like the first month, I would say, like I did not work out on like any level. Like if I did, it would just be like, um, you know, the Chloe Ting challenge yeah yeah I started that and oh my god it did not go well I stopped in like a week I want to say and then I was trying to finish it and it just it was not going through my brain and I was like not like 
mentally um capable or like mentally strong to do it because I just I was like no I want to watch tv or um like I could binge Grey's Anatomy instead like why am I trying to work out right now especially coming off of being um kind of unmotivated to go to swim practice like during that time like right before um like I appreciated quarantine because I was like yes I get this break from swim practice because it was becoming like really rigor rigorous and um I was like having trouble keeping up my whole schedule and time and my sleep time and all of that so my slump came right after quarantine hit so yeah um and getting into so now that we've talked a little bit about our workout and um physical activity especially during quarantine I want to go into like a couple different topics for physical health and so starting with body image so I know like so many teenagers who work out they don't necessarily work out because they want to work out but they work out because they want to look like a certain way and like youtubers or like trainers even like market their stuff in this type of way where they're like um get a more round butt or like get a bigger chest or um so yeah what are your thoughts on this do you think that even though it's not like the correct mindset at least people are staying active or do you think it's more harmful to them than it is helpful Oh, this is a tough one because it can honestly go either way, right? Because it is getting people to um, be more active because they see these people and like they see their bodies and they're like, okay, wait, I want to be like them too. So if I want to be like them, I should do the same exercises. But um, I think it's probably more damaging than it is positive because again, like physical health and I feel like mental health, they almost go hand in hand. And so if you don't have like, let's say you're just physically healthy, but then you don't have the mental strength or you don't have mental health, I don't think that's going to be in the long term as beneficial either as vice versa as having, you know, just mental health, but like no physical health. Um, And so I think this would be negative, more negative than positive, because if they are seeing all these people like instagram models or like youtubers and all these influencers and like their bodies that are also photoshopped most of the time too so like it's not even like a real standard of beauty um i feel like that's going to be in the long term really mentally damaging for people and they should be working out for their own like will to work out and their own passion to work out and like because they want to be more healthy and i think in the long term too that'll help them um actually like stay with their workout because i remember i was working out too i tried to do the chloe ting channel challenge and like if you like hit exercise and i was like yeah i'm gonna get this amazing bod and like when i go back to school i'm gonna be like hey glow up whatever but like um i think like a week or two in i like couldn't even do it anymore because i was like i didn't have the passion for it or i couldn't even like have like the drive to do it because it wasn't for something that I personally like wanted to do I was just like like I was doing it for other people which like you should never do anything for other people it should always be based on um for your own like good and for your own um benefit yeah so I feel like it'd be more negative I completely agree with that and then going off of the body image and how you mentioned eating disorders so does like I know you have a story with it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of teenagers, same way, they think like they want to look a certain way or they want to be skinnier and they just do these really crazy diets where they almost eat nothing for like one or two days. And it's insane. Like I could personally, I could not do that. Um, Like me not eating is like, no, (laughs) it won't ever happen. But I want to hear your story with it, like, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll go from, like, the beginning. So 
like ever since I was young, I would have this mindset, like how do people even get fat? Because like when I was young, I was super active. I was like, how do you even eat more than you need to, you know, to get fat? It just like wasn't a concept in my brain. I was like, if you eat till you're full, like how do you eat more than that? You know, it was just like not a concept. Um, But then like slowly as my metabolism started to change, like it wasn't as fast as when I was younger. And um, I delved into the ballet world um and then I slowly started to gain a bit of weight um and like my ballet teacher made some comments um and her mother too works with her they're they're like a dynamic duo almost in the studio and her mother like sews costume and stuff so her mother was also kind of like okay yeah Anna you have to lose some weight to fit into your costume um for competition and so I was like okay yeah it's just a few pounds it should be fine like I can lose it really quick um and so to lose it quick though I would do these insane diets like where it would be there's like an army diet I think it's called like you basically barely eat anything you eat like 500 calories I'd say a day but then you burn like a thousand like after I did that diet when I'd go back to my regular diet I couldn't go back like normally because obviously I'd be gaining weight again so it was just like almost I just like it would be like a cycle of you know losing a bunch of weight and then gaining weight and then losing weight and then gaining weight and so like I never found the right method to losing weight and that's where things started to you know develop into eating disorders like and I didn't really have um the typical like when you think of an eating eating disorder you think okay like anorexia where you like throw up everything that you eat and like people are super stick and thin like I wasn't that type of person I looked pretty healthy but like mentally and like with actually what I was like doing to my body I think you could tell it was an eating disorder but nobody else could because like I looked healthy and like you know I seemed fine because I was almost putting up like a facade that I was fine all the time um like my eating disorder was I would say more bulimia than anorexia it was like more binge eating and then I would like do all these insane diets to like lose a bunch of weight really quickly and then um also in this time when this was happening which was like around middle school and kind of like pre-middle school I would say um I like got into k-pop you know k-pop yeah and so like in k the standard of beauty is definitely different than in America because like um even I don't know if you are, are you on tiktok or yeah, have you seen, like, those, um, the Chinese, like, street models or anything? It's, like, a trend right now. Yeah, I've seen it on Instagram, too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, if you see, like, they're all super skinny, right? They're, like, sticks, and it's, like, that's, like, the standard of beauty. Obviously, um, like, if you look at K-pop idols, too, when I first saw K-pop, I was, like, damn, these girls are so skinny. They're literally, like, it looks like they have an eating disorder. That's how skinny they are. And, like, the diets that they go on are insane. Like, I remember one girl, her diet was where she would eat, like, um, a sweet potato, um, like, a handful of nuts, and, like, a gallon of water a week. That's all she ate, like, a week. And these people do um insane amount of exercise, too, because they're, like, dancing and doing extra works or extra exercise on top of that. So, obviously that's just like not a healthy like in general that's just not a healthy thing to do and so seeing that though like in my mind I was like okay if I want to be like dumb too and like that's the standard of beauty I have to like also do the same diets as them so I'd be doing these insane diets too where like I would literally eat pieces of sweet potato and apple and like a tiny bit of rice and like stuff a day yeah and I'd be burning thousands of calories um but I just thought that's what to, I was supposed to do, right? Because I was like, all these role models that I see in this, in K-pop, I was like, they're all doing it. So what's wrong if I don't, I do it, right? So um, 
it just was not a healthy mindset and I thought it was like okay to lose like 10 pounds in a week like that's not like you should be losing 10 pounds like in a month or something if you're um yeah if you're losing weight healthy but this one moment like in ballet at least when I feel like my dance teacher and like um her mom thought I finally looked skinny literally was the day that I like drank one cup of coffee that was it and I went like the whole day like dancing and I finally saw like she was I heard her whispering she was like Anna looks like nice today she looks like skinny and I was like and I literally had a cup of coffee it, that's just like the moment that I knew I was like I can't stay in this environment anymore like I have to leave so literally I, I was like I told my parents like I think it was a Friday night and I was like mom I can't stay here anymore like just like text miss like my um dance teacher just text her to say I like can't dance or do ballet anymore because I just can't stay in that environment anymore and so I just finally got out and like I finally got away from like that mindset and I became healthier and I was like doing my own thing dancing and everything was like like just a lot better in a sense I don't even know what else but um yeah so that's my story so I have a couple of questions just like based off of that is it normal like do you know if it's normal for like ballet like people in ballet to have to lose weight to um get into costumes and like for their teachers to basically like say this is the body type you need to be definitely so I think with my ballet teacher because obviously she went to like a really strict and intense ballet school herself that was like through um a really professional russian ballet company and so there her teachers were super strict like because she would stay there like she would um at the academy they had like school there and they had ballet and so obviously her teachers could see what she was eating because like they would be in the cafeteria her teachers would be there too and i remember her telling us one time she was like she had a bowl of cereal or something and then like her ballet teacher was there and he was like he literally just took it from her and threw it in the trash and was like you have to start losing weight yeah you can't like like they're super strict on this stuff so she thought for us like you know telling me you have to lose a bit of weight to get into costume she thought it was like not that bad compared to what she was going through so um it's definitely really um just like a regular thing to have to lose weight in ballet oh that's crazy like for our sport and swimming it's like any body type works as long as like you know you can I mean be one with the water I guess you could say like just in that type of sense um but for me personally I never like have to worry about um how much I'm eating or anything because I'm gonna burn it off in the pool like I just generally know that but for me it's more like I need to eat enough so that I have enough energy for the pool because um like last year and the year before that I started losing weight really fast and it was crazy because I was like normal before ninth grade and then after that like you could see my bones in like like my collarbone like it just started popping out like it was really weird and um so I like had to start eating more and make sure like I was eating enough so that I wouldn't be like I'm dying in practice or something um so it's like complete opposite ends of like where we both are and I think like how you touched upon like culture and like how your ballet teacher in Russia how like that was kind of normal for her um I think there's also like cultures where it's like normal to like eat a lot like especially um with like the Indian culture or I mean I don't want to generalize it but like at least in my family and our like relatives it's like you have to eat a lot like when you're going over to someone's house and if you don't eat a lot it's like kind of like an insult and I hate that kind of pressure I don't know if like you've experienced that before but that kind of pressure is like 
okay, but I don't want to eat that much. Like, I'm full. Like, I don't want more. And then it's like, if you don't eat more, then it's like, they're going to think bad of you or something. So like, have you ever experienced that? In Chinese culture, they do have this like thing where it's like, it's normal to start a conversation with saying like, oh, you look a little skinnier today, or oh, you look a little fat, you know, or like, did you gain weight? That's like normal in the culture. But like, obviously in America, if you just go up to somebody and be like, oh, you look, you look like you gained a little bit of weight, that's like not normal. So um, I remember one time I was like, because when I was younger, um, like we have this whole Chinese community um, in my community in Michigan. And like, they have seen me when I was, like, young and to growing up when I was in, like, high school. Um, and so ever since I was young, this one lady, she would always be telling me, like, oh, my gosh, you have the ideal body type. It's so nice. But then, like, once I got into high school and I gained some weight, she, like, saw me after five years, I would say. So it was, like, a pretty long time. She was like, Anna, it looks like you gained some weight. And obviously she didn't know, like, if that would hurt me or not because of, you know, my past experiences. That's just, like, normal for her. But um, I remember coming back home and I was like, Mom, this person just, like, said this to me. Like, is that normal? Like, is that, you know? And she was like, yeah, that's just, like, part of our culture. It's just, like, a conversation start. Like, the first time, like, if I go ever, like, to India, it's, like, the conversation starts with, oh, my God, like, you're super skinny. And I'm like, I didn't choose to be super skinny. It's just kind of like, you know, I eat and I exercise. And, like, being skinny shouldn't be, like, you know, a bad thing. I mean, unless, like, you know, it's dangerous to you. But, like, if the body type is like that, isn't that kind of just, like, how it's supposed to be? That's always something that's, like, going on in my head. Like, why can't people just except how like everyone looks different and I know that plays a lot like mentally for some people where they think um like oh this person looks like this so I need to look like this or like how you mentioned with k-pop and how we look at figures and celebrities and they look a certain way and everyone else wants to look that way and recently I think there's been kind of like a trend to go towards more of um like an everybody kind of body type where like I've seen it in Nike and some um basically stores and with their merchandise and um like they include everyone like it's getting more towards that and I think that's a really positive way especially for the newer generation coming in like we shouldn't have to be expected to look a certain way I want to talk a little bit more about mindset and this is a little bit like a shift, but I was recently listening to this po- podcast by um, Shivani Pao, and it was featuring a Nutty Foodie, fr- Nutty Foodie Fitness, and it was like so real. Like they basically were just talking about how um, Nutty Foodie Fitness started her company and um, basically her YouTube channel, and um, she was talking about how her mindset is like a choice. Like you can't control what happens to you but you can control how you deal with it so I wanted to ask like is there has there ever been like a time where something happened to you and you thought it was going to be so detrimental but you came out like the other side because of your mindset and it actually helped you develop yourself one thing that I would say that like I think I got through recently that um was like I couldn't get through it unless I had like the right mindset was I was doing this hit exercise so hit is like high intensity interval training um and it's basically where you do like an insane amount of intense training within like 30 to like 40 minutes to like burn the same amount of calories that you would like let's say running an hour um and so obviously like when I first went into it, I was like okay like the, the, this was the first time I did it and I was like it looks so hard but you know what? I'm just gonna try to get through it and like I definitely 
I tried in the beginning, but then, like, as it started to get harder within the middle and, like, we started to advance the different um, routines we were doing, like, I was like, okay, wait, I don't know if I can get through this anymore, like, and I was sweating so much, and I was, like, in confined space, and so I was like, the air was just super um, humid, and I was just like, I can't do this anymore, so I just, like, stopped, but then the second day when I did it, like, I went in with a different mindset because I saw this comment on the YouTube video that I was, like, doing it on. She was like, yeah, the first day that I did it, I could barely get through, like, 10 minutes of it. But then she said the second day when she went in with a different mindset and saying, like, okay, I can do this, she got through the whole thing. And I was like, damn, maybe I should try this because I was like, I'm, I'm like, pretty fit and I think I can probably get through this if I put my mind to it. Um, So I tried it the next day and, like, I just, like, kept going. In the end, I finally did end up doing the whole workout, and I felt, like, really pleased with myself because I was like, okay, yeah, this is definitely a mindset thing, whereas, like, if you just put your mind to it, you can definitely do whatever you, like, desire. If you don't put your mind to it, though, like, obviously, it's not going to go out the same, but yeah. Yeah, and then in the same podcast, they were talking about mindset. Like, um, the lady, she was basically saying, I go to the gym not just because I want to work out and just be fit, but because I want to develop my mindset. Like, when I'm in that situation where um, I'm, like, pushing myself and there's, like, sweat dripping down everywhere, it's, like, can I get through it? Can I, like, continue all the reps that I'm doing? And I thought that was so cool. Like, that's Uh definitely something I can relate to. Um, I mean, like, going, I don't go to the gym, but, like, with swimming, when I, like, finish, like, a set that you never thought, I mean, that I never thought I could actually do or, like, accomplish or something that I like you know when you overcome that challenge that you would expect like an Olympian to be doing or something like that or you would think you wouldn't like have to do it um that satisfaction at the end is just like wow I did that um I can do it so like it just puts you in such a better mindset like do you relate to that I definitely relate to that um like I remember in ballet it would always be like okay you got to do you know double turns or triple turns like that's like the amount of turns you do and I remember I was always stuck on doubles like I could never get the triple and I I just like kept doing doubles over and over and I was like when am I gonna get the triple because like all my friends got their triples and then like my ballet teacher was telling me like Anna it's all in your mind like I know you can do it it's just you need to trust yourself like that's what she would always say for anything we were doing like um so I was like, okay, yeah, I just need to trust myself, put my mind to it. Because if my ballet teacher knows I can do it, you know, she's the one that's teaching me. So obviously she knows her stuff. She knows that I'm capable of doing it. I just have to put my mind to it. And so right when I put my mind to it and I like got my balance together, everything, I got my triples. But it's honestly all mindset. So I totally get that. Um, Like even when we're doing like a race or something. And for me, I'm a flyer. And like doing a 200 fly for me was like, I looked at other people doing it. I'm like, I cannot do this this year. I'll think about it next year, like next season or something. And literally just later that month, I raced the 200 fly. And I never thought I could do it. Like I never thought I would make it through the race. I thought I'd like have to quit in the middle or something. But I did it and I just realized it's not as bad as like I thought it was. And it shouldn't be something I was scared of as long as like I put my mind to it and it worked. So that was just something that was really cool to me. And that's kind of why I like swimming and working out because it just pushes me to be better and it just goes into my like actual life too, like outside of working out. Um, and yeah, so do you have any other topics you want to talk about or any questions or anything? Um, I want to know more about you and how like your journey of how you got into um, physical health and mindset and um, emotional health, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, I think... Don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I used to be an overweight kid. Did I talk about that? 
I think I think you mentioned it. Okay, yeah. so yeah, coming off of doing so many sports, um, because when I was in Canada, and that's kind of when my overweightness started. It was mainly because I would eat a lot and then I would just not work out or like do any physical activity. Like we lived in a cul-de-sac and all the kids would play outside and I would just never go out. And like if I did, I wouldn't actually do stuff. I'd just sit outside and watch other kids. And so then my mom put me into like actual sports, like outside of just playing in the cul-de-sac. And I did like ice skating and ballet. I hate ballet, by the way. Like it was just, oh my God, trying to be flexible was just not it for me. <laughs> it would not work out. Um, but basketball and like soccer. And I did swimming at that time as well. So like, you name it, I probably have done it before. And at that time, I hated sports. I just did not like working out or being with, like, new kids in, like, so many different environments, especially, like, being outside my comfort zone. And then when I moved here, that was kind of, like, my safe space because I kind of got used to being um, around new people and trying new things that, like, I went back to sports. And so then my mom put me in, like, a lot of different sports here as well. And that's when I really got into health. And um, I understood, like... Um, like the eating and working out balance and um, so yeah and then I got into middle school from there and I got really into running at first and from there I was like I really liked researching like um, different like diets to do like not like the diets where you like um, like you know structure your health in a certain way but like how I should eat and what's good for me and like what do athletes eat and that type of stuff so that got me into health like more and more <laughs> and um then just going on from there when I saw the 2016 Olympics I think I mentioned this too before but um seeing like the Olympian swim that's what got me to swim because I did swimming recreationally I never actually was on a team or anything but then during that summer since I was swimming I was like wow this is so cool I want to be there and that just kind of inspired me and then I joined a swim team and from there it just kind of all made sense to me I was like this is what I want to do and kind of like how you said where um, you were like, I want to um, be like in the World Series with um, ballet. That was kind of where I was at too, where I wanted to be an Olympian. And um, But like being an Olympian or not, like at this point, it doesn't matter to me as much because I've learned so much from just being like a swimmer and just organizing my diet and um, just caring about my body more. Like I've been through so many lessons through swimming, whether mentally or physically, that that's kind of what I want to share now, like, um, and I'm, like, continuously learning, like, I learn every time I go to swim practice, but just, it's just so interesting to me for some reason, so, yeah. Yeah, um, just, like, a really quick thing, I remember when we were talking about, like, our slumps in quarantine before, like, when we did new, no exercise and stuff. I want to know, how did, like, how do you think that affected your mental health rather than, like, when you were physically active? Do you think there was, like, a difference between the two? Definitely. Like, when I was in the slump, it wasn't just working out that I didn't want to do. I didn't want to do anything. Like, um, doing, like, actual work over the summer, like, reading or, like, anything that used my brain, I just did not want to do. I just wanted to sit in front of, like, um, the TV and watch Netflix or, like, watch a movie and just sit there and eat all the time. It was, it wasn't, like, organized in the way that I was when I had school and I had swimming because normally, like, my summers would be, like, um, morning practice, 
come home and like sleep and like eat or whatever and then you go to more evening practice and then you sleep and like you know the rest of the day and then I'd fit in whatever I wanted to in between but without that schedule there it was like I didn't want to do anything thank you guys so much for listening this was honestly so fun to talk about because I don't think I've really talked about these different experiences that I had with um ballet to anybody so this was awesome to finally talk about it um and I loved all the info that you shared too on swimming and adding that to mental and physical health and how the two go together um but yeah um I I would completely agree because I normally don't like to share like cultural stuff with people because I feel like they'd either judge me or like they wouldn't understand and stuff so it was really nice like being able to talk to someone who like like we barely know each other yet I feel like it's so easy to be open to each other and I kind of love that like it's amazing so yeah Uh thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys so much for listening it means the world and i hope you guys follow the podcast and stay tuned for the next episodes